Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Caller Auntie podcast. Um, me and Quay are finally, well, we actually were last week, but we're, it's nice to be close to you again, Quay. She's in Toronto, <laughs> I'm in Hamilton, and next week we're going to be on a little road trip back to up north, which will be so fun. We'll record um, in the car. Oh, or take some videos in the car or something. We'll both have our babies in tow. I'll have Nico and Quay will have Kat. (laughs) (laughs) Our little babes. Yeah. (laughs) Does Kat ever like does it have to be in the in his in it in like the cage? Um, I let her out when it's just me and her in the car. But when that happens, this is really bad and, like, people are going to hate me for saying this. But, like, I only have one hand on the steering wheel when she's out and my other hand's, like, not petting her, but she's, like, her head's resting in my hand. So I'm, like, driving with one hand when she's out of her ca- her cage. But um, I didn't drive up with her out of her cage because she hasn't been in a car in a long time. So I didn't want to freak her out too much. Mm-hmm. But she kind of is a big – she's kind of – I have her, like – and uh, I found out how to properly transport her is in the morning I'll take a shower and I'll rinse off, but I'll scrub all my <laughs> skin cells, cells on the towel. And then right then I'll get her and put her in the, well, I'll get dressed. Then I'll put her in the, the crate and I'll wrap the towel around the cage. Okay, that's gross. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who owns pets and knows how like anxiety oh pets god. get. My God, Quay, you might as well just my go to like get... get your feet like done at a pedicure and just like ask for your shavings of the bottom of your feet and like put that. It's not. It's not all my shavings. It's like my scent. Like I'm rubbing my scent on this towel, and I assume all my dead skin. Oh, okay. When you say dead skin, oh, Quay, don't say that. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of like skin falling off, like the towel. No. Oh, like if I had a a, a bad tan and it was peeling dead skin. Oh, okay. No, no, not like that, Grace. That's gross. <laughs> that is, I was like, <laughs> you should have seen my face. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, my face is down right now because I'm beating guys. <laughs> um. So welcome to our episode. It's when this airs, it will be week 16 of the pandemic. <laughs> Congrats, everyone. <laughs> that sounded way too, like, exciting. <laughs> I know. And then when I think about it, okay, I know we can't think like this, and this is, we're just trying to survive every day, but of 16 weeks, I'm like, I could have done an eight-week challenge twice. True. <laughs> or, like, 12 weeks, I could have done a four-week challenge three times but we're on week we're ending week 15 just trying to survive and um we're trying to survive as best we can in any way we know how i was just gonna say that (laughs) so tell me how you are doing grace i'm doing good um 
I mean, I think it was important. So Quay knows, like, for work, um, I actually had to step back a little bit from, like, the evening programming we're doing. Like, we're doing so much, which is so good. But at the same time, I'm, like, juggling work. And then Nico, like, I never have just, like, time to rest. So um, I really just needed to, like, do that, like, work during the day and then have my evenings off that I dedicate to my family. So that's really helped. Um, And then now I'm just getting really stressed because I hire in um, some online courses and just (laughs) things keep, like popping up I'm like oh my god we gotta do this we gotta do that but I think I'm coping pretty well like um I mean Quay and I like we're we're both like experiencing us like reaching out to some like healthcare professionals um and talking to a dietitian which has been so helpful um just to like like some of it's really obvious but it's like you need to be reminded certain things like how much like of each food group you need to have on your plate so I really try to visualize that and um just things like that and also a tip I think I like told Quay um you know how everyone's been on the sourdough um like craze of like making it well yeah for our bodies because I'm really trying to cut out dairy and um like preservatives and stuff like that and sourdough is actually better for your body than um, whole wheat bread because it's like fermented longer, so it doesn't spike your blood sugars as much. So I'm yeah. like going for sourdough all the time now. So I just like buy it because I'm like I did make it and it was just too much work. It takes like five days to <laughs> ferment like the starter, and then being yeah. like. Um, kefir like that yogurt I was telling you about quite yeah so uh, yeah I'm I feel like really good and I think just like going out in the sun like having the sunshine and like getting that vitamin d I think our body is just like needing that in the winter and that's why maybe we get sad sometimes because I was asking the dietitian, I'm like, okay, so sunshine, like the sun is the best source of vitamin D. I'm like, what's like the next best source? Like, and she's like, well, um, there are like, you have to get like fortified vitamin D, I think, and like capsules, but there really is no like best other substitute. Like, of course things have it, but it's not as good as the sun and you won't get as much of it as the sun gives. You mean tanning beds don't count <laughs> no <laughs> that means- although I've been loving my tan and I'm just like man I want this to like last all year because Quay you're like pretty tanned all year but my skin tone and I think out of like my speak what okay great go ahead and then I'm gonna because my again. skin tone is like a yellow so I literally turn yeah. yellow in the winter and I'm like I'm sure other niche can like relate because there's there's some of us out there that are just yellow (laughs) okay so I know um my dad's gonna kill me for saying this but I know and I don't do it all the time but you commented on like oh like I have nice tan skin usually year round well um at good life 
I use their tanning beds like maybe once a month in the winter. So it's like four times during the winter. And like whenever I want to get like even all over. So um, that's my choice. So I know it's really your bad. skin color all and year is is a total lie. <laughs> it's a total lie. This this winter, I swear, I'll I'm I won't tan after I'm done tanning in the sun. I won't tan, and then we'll see how light I get. But I remember when Jersey Shore was like big, like we were in like high school to university. GTL. Um, GTF. Yeah. <laughs> and so all the time, like me and my best friend Erica, we would like go to the gym, then we <laughs> would go to <laughs> and um I was like so bronze back then and it was because I was fake tanning. I'm pretty light compared to back then. Oh geez, quite yeah. so you probably are you probably are yellow under under all that. Yeah. <laughs> under all <of> that <laughs> no you're right I probably am um, <laughs> we won't know we won't know my real color until this coming winter okay we'll follow up and I'll make sure you better not be like tanning yeah. and you've been taking um, in those compliments too Quay your skin is so like brown and beautiful and you're like oh yeah when you've been tanning yeah when I tan I'm lying to everyone <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so, I'm sorry to everybody I've lied to, but so Quay, how have you been like doing week sixteen of the okay. quarantine? Week sixteen, week fit, week fourteen. I came back. Week sixteen, um, it hasn't. My time hasn't been as great as I had. Not great, but my time hasn't been as like fun filled like I was at home like it's taking me not it's taking me it's just a, different to adjust to and my friend Chelsea who we've had on the podcast she had warned me about that too she's like well when you go back it's just going to be literally you your roommate and your partner and she's like here you have everybody you have your dad you have your brother you have your other brother you have Bridget you have Jesus you have um, Chelsea and all her family and my best friend Erica to hang out with and like so many people because back home we're not as isolated anymore <clears throat> and I'm like oh yeah but I'll be fine and then I come here and I'm like not fine yeah so I had a really r- rough weekend last weekend and I decided that I was gonna start seeing a therapist so I had two sessions already and everything, I feel a lot better now. Before, I used to see a counselor, and she was great. It was with Anishinaabe Health, but it wasn't, like, what I wanted. <clears throat> it was, like, she, I would always go see her around 2.33, and I would be, like, the last appointment, and she'd be, like, done for the day, and I knew it, where, like, she would yawn during my sessions, and that's awful. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm getting it out, but, like, not really. So then now I'm seeing, like, an actual therapist who can help me, like, break down some stuff. And um, so if anybody, if anybody's just listening, a couple years ago, um, my mom had passed away. And I never really, like, dealt with that grief. But now... Um, now with the therapist I am and I that's what I wanted to get to 
but the counselor like just wasn't getting me there. Hmm. And but but I can say that this I wouldn't have been ready to see a therapist if I didn't see a counselor first. And I don't know what the difference is. Well, there's probably a lot of differences like um in the type of education you get <laughs> to deal with people. But being able to talk to somebody was one step that I needed to take and I took that with the counselor. And then being able to open up to somebody was another step that I felt safer taking now with a professional. Yeah, that's so like that's so good for you, Quay. And I think like anyone listening, it's okay for everyone. Yeah. Like I think you kinda have to like sort through everything you're thinking of almost and like I've never seen a counselor or a therapist but I totally like want to because as much as like oh I have my family to talk to I have my partner it's like they they see things differently like they could be like just get through it or just Mm -hmm. just just like go for a walk and it's like okay those are like great things but I kind of need like more it's really great when you have a family support system because we both are really lucky where we can talk to our families about anything we're sad about but that relationship is already like a loving relationship and they care about you and they're so empathetic towards you but they're not a professional yeah exactly. like they haven't been trained in it they've been trained to be a really good friend to you and like you love them so much but they're not there um to and to be able to put up that like barrier between not barrier but like they you could tell them anything and they don't have to hold it they can just like help you work through it and I don't know if that makes sense because like when you're talking to your family they're always gonna eat they're always gonna be like that's its own relationship I think yeah I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> I went around in a circle I've learned you know, to, like, when you're talking about other people, the certain people, and, like, wanting advice on that, that's, uh, it's almost not the best, yeah. because people have their own relationship with, and their own experience that's with it. that person, that it may not be, like, they've had to have their own journey to get past something, and you're not on that same journey as them, so you would have, it like, a different, um, you to like get over all of that so um there's that too um that's exactly it they have their own relationship with them and it's like you're not where they are and you're not on the same path so yeah I remember um like a friend told me that like is really helpful is that healing isn't a destination healing's a journey yeah I totally agree, and it's been a it's been a long journey. Um, and I don't think the journey's gonna the journey doesn't end. So uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like how I'm seeing a dietitian and you're seeing a therapist. We're we're finding healthy ways to work through like our situation, you know, like new tips and yeah. like that's like the crazy thing. Like I honestly miss like being a kid because I'm like. I don't know, you had no worries, and, like, you think, like, adults had it all put together, and we totally don't. (laughs) We totally don't. Um, I, another thing that I've been doing is, now that I've been in Toronto, I've been going to see my massage therapist. Um, so, being, like, an ex-varsity player, not that I play at any high level, but, like, being an 
playing throughout, being more active than an, I don't want to say a, a standard person because I want everyone to be active, but being more active, I think, over the years from like playing and trying to work out and like just trying to run, all that stuff, my body's kind of messed up. So when I went back to Sierra, I'm like, I've been sitting for a long time. My back has been hunched. I've been typing in like these, we're not in like ergonomic situations. So I've been, I've been going back to her and I couldn't believe this one knot on the side of my hip. She was like rubbing, giving me my massage. And then she goes on over like where my thigh meets my hip. And I'm like, I like scream, like, you know, the kind of like loud noise you make when you, when I was doing my first Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) And I startled her. She startled, it startled me. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, it was just really sharp. She's like, that's a big knot. <laughs> that's my body. That's like, you. we have to like treat our body good. So I've been trying to balance like, you know, my spirituality, my emotions, doing the therapist, um, making sure I smudge and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, my body, like I take care of my body and I like run. I, I, I try to stretch. I try to work out. But like, what about like nourishing it and like massaging your body? So that's why I went back. <laughs> oh, that's so I like totally miss a massage. Like, uh, maybe I should go when I go to Thunder Bay or something. Yeah. Where would you go in Thunder Bay? Well, my mom goes regularly because she like has the insurance. Um, yeah. So she goes regularly. So when I was under her insurance, like back when I lived there, I would go, so I'm, yeah. I'll just go to, like, wherever my mom goes and just, like, pay out of pocket just to go, like, oh, my God. Do you go for hour massages? Yeah, but I've been thinking about because I have, it's not, like, a leisure one. It's more like a going to work on my knots one. Um, I might do an hour and a half. Well, <laughs> so she can you need, get me done. You need to get through those knots to, like, get, to, like, enjoy it. So, um... Another doctor, we're just, like, fully, like, utilizing (laughs) every, like, profession. Um, So I met with, um, so I've been dealing just kind of, like, with my hormone levels kind of being off and, like, whoever is listening and I, like, totally, it's something, it's something that like women go through and um, like we've been trying to have a baby for like over two years. And I think a lot of women go through that and maybe don't have like a good support system. So if you're going through it, um, message like our page and like I can answer any questions you have because I did go see a fertility specialist and, um, and then now I'm seeing like a hormone doctor um, and that like went really well. And, um, but I'm really just trying to like get my body on track and, and fill it with like good food and whole foods and cutting things out that like aren't good, but the hormone doctor, we're just going to like do more testing into like, um, like what could be off, I guess. So it was just like the initial, but when she called me this morning, she's like, hi, I'm this doctor and I'm the endocrinologist. And I'm like, I almost was like, okay. Cause we've been seeing so many doctors lately. I'm like, I wanted to be yeah. like, what kind of doctor are you again? <laughs> Cause I'm like, what? Uh, 
but yeah, that's like my life. And I think just like we've been going. These are what? These are like sorry, Grace. I wanted to say really quick. These are not things, and like people don't talk about this kind of stuff. And I'm really glad that you shared about like you going to different like doctors to talk about your fertility and like your hormones and like a dietitian because these things are so not nor they are normal but we need to normalize them more and to like share it more so other girls know what to do like I was talking to Bridget the other day and I was like she was telling me about um more stuff about post baby and I'm like yo I never knew this shit I never okay anyone listening to me you might think I'm (laughs) crazy but I never knew like your hips literally like push themselves apart they do I just thought I just thought the baby like not slid out, but he was like, "Oh my god, yeah, there's your hips." Uh, if I'm like on Zoom with Grace, so I'm showing her virtually. I'm like, "Yeah, the baby comes out right there." Not that like goes. Oh my god, who who didn't tell me this? Grade eleven, grade ten, um, anatomy or whatever. When we have to take one is only girls in the one cl- gym class. Well, I don't know how I got past that class and not knowing that. No, honestly, Quay, I'm glad you have me because <laughs> no one, no one told me that after having a baby, there was a recovery period. Like people, oh I just see moms like, oh my God, how old your baby? And they look totally fine. Just like popping a baby out. Little did I know that like, you're in like freaking pain after for like weeks, like you're, yeah. you're bleeding for weeks you're like swollen, you're sore. If you had a C-section, you can't even like stand up and like, well, actually I, I shouldn't, I don't know what, I, I didn't have a C-section, but I know that like that recovery is hard. And I'm just you're like, hard. no one told me about a recovery. And I was so shocked because I thought I would be like up and like walking around and doing things. And I, and like having a new baby too, and your hormones are all off and your body. So you're just like a total wreck after. And it's so like, I think like if anyone's like pregnant, like shoot us a message and I'll answer any questions you have. Like, I just remember also being like, where, like, what is painful when you give birth? And yeah. <laughs> like, I was so, and like, maybe cause I was young, but I literally had like no idea. And I just, I don't know. It was really weird. Like I was just really shocked by like having Nico and yeah. So I'm open to any questions um, about I'll any of that. You, and then if you guys want a message and like Grace is in there, I'll give you the same advice I gave Grace on her baby shower. I don't know what, what's going to happen, but I know the best way to burn calories is to breastfeed. <laughs> so that's, that's all I can contribute they do say that is true but I still didn't lose any weight but I think that's because (laughs) of my hormones are off like sometimes that happens but um I think this is like was a really important um podcast and I hope whoever listens you know if you are going through anything it's okay to reach out to someone um Mm -hmm. a lot of like resources are even through your family doctor that you may not know like I like um like my job right now, I don't have any benefits. So I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I can't like, 
you know, access certain services, but um, just through your family doctor that's covered by OHIP, I'm able to see this dietitian um, and she's able to give me good advice and really push for them too to tell, um, like you tell them about like your background and you're Indigenous, so you may not, like there's certain things that work for our bodies and what doesn't, and that's their job to like give you good advice too on that so they better do the research. Yeah, I also wanted to say that the NIHB also has a certain number of sessions. It's like 27 sessions plus three assessment sessions for um, children of the survivors of residential school or day school. And that's what I'm doing it through. So, but the girl that I'm going to, she's really good and she's doing the paperwork for me because she recognizes that like paperwork and all that is like, it's a deterrent and it would have been a total deterrent for me, but she, she recognizes that and she's doing it and she's sending it in. And that's what a good um, professional is supposed to do. They're supposed to help you get the support. So if anyone's putting up barriers, try to see someone else. Totally. And um, like I said, anyone can reach out to me, but also Quay's like a big, could be a big resource too. If you're in the Toronto area and um, just like, the what um, Anishinaabe Health offers, like Quay knows a lot about that, and um, or if you just want to like know what like, what um, her experience was with a counselor versus a therapist or a massage therapist, yeah. or things like that. Like it's it's so important to just be open, like about all of this and what we're going through because you know all of us are going through things right now and you know, just to hear that someone is reaching out for help may like inspire someone else to reach out for help too. Mm-hmm. Um, before we end this podcast, I want to ask you guys really quickly, if you have some time, please head over to our bio. And if you can, I'm requesting that you donate to a GoFundMe for one of our really good friends from up north. So her sister it's for Mariah Jordan, but I think, but she's a king now. Um, she welcomed her son into the world, born at 23 weeks and five days. And they, they've been in Toronto since June 29th, and she had a C-section, I believe. Um, so they have, like, a, a micro preemie. And we want you guys, if you can... Um, <clears throat> donate to their their GoFundMe yeah like anything helps because they're both um self-employed and they're doing Mm -hmm. really great things revitalizing um Anishinaabe Moen and um they have to be in Toronto um to be close to their um their baby so um anything helps um and like we really wish Mariah uh, and her baby boy and her girls and husband, her, her whole family. We <laughs> yeah, all well. <laughs> we hope everyone is going to be great. We also are going to have Mariah. We had her scheduled to be on the podcast, but she had to be a, become a mom for the third time. So um, she has things to do. <laughs> but when everything um is stabilized we hope to have her back and then she can share more about her her journey too if she wants yeah totally well quay this was like a really like i honestly just love doing our podcast because it really is healing 
for me just to like talk to you, you know? And I hope it's like healing for anyone else to like hear us talk about relatable experiences. And this was a really important episode. So uh, we hope everyone's doing well on week 16 of the of the shutdown. Hope you're getting outside <laughs> and staying cool. Stay, stay clean. Stay safe. Don't touch things. Um, and I think that's it for us. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. Bye. So your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough. And we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.